Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I do want to go back to the Belichick coach. Is it Belichick? Belichick? James Flippin, how do you say that guy's name? It is Belichick. And he was with the New England Patriots for uh, 24 years. That's wow. right. Big, long career. Um, what happened? Did he quit or get fired? Well, they're describing it as a mutual agreement between both owner Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. Um, you know, some have speculated that maybe Belichick's ready to kind of move on, take a new coaching job somewhere. There's rumors out there connecting him to places like LA, uh, Los Angeles. I was going to say San Diego because it's the Chargers. Um, you know, the Atlanta Falcons are in the market for a new head coach. The what Washington was, Commanders. What was the record of the New England Patriots last year? Last year, or, four or, and 13. Four wins and 13 losses. That's correct. All right, he got fired. Okay, he got fired. Mutual, you know what I mean? But, I mutual mean, it, mutual is, uh, do you want to leave uh, now or do you want to leave at the end of the season? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think that if nothing else, they're saying that probably to kind of pay deference to what a legendary career he had there, right? Six Super Bowl titles, been to more than that, you know, uh, just always one of the top teams in the league and really, you know, cemented his Hall of Fame legacy while he was there. Now, what happened, though? I mean, was it was was he ever – was he all that great a coach, or was it all Tom Brady and the players? Maybe he was just a, a, the, you know, beneficiary, just kind of in proximity, basking in their glory. I know you need a coach, but he didn't suddenly become a different coach for this last season and become a crummy coach. No. I, I mean, mean, he's the same coach. He's the same guy. Did he start making – Mistakes? Well, I mean, look, I think if you go back to the roots of Bill Belichick's career, he's really a defensive coach more than anything. He's a guy who made his bones as the defensive coordinator of the Giants, as a matter of fact. And, you know, he's not necessarily thought of as like somebody who is a quarterback whisperer or maybe going to bring the next guy into prominence. You know, he grew as a coach alongside Tom Brady. Some people say Tom Brady deserves all the credit. Other people say, look, it's a combo. It's a partnership. I don't think so. Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, right? Didn't he win basically the first time out? Sure. That's true. But, I mean, look, there's been many years, there were many years within those 24 seasons where things could have fallen apart for the Patriots. You know, their defense was maybe losing a lot of guys to free agency or draft picks that didn't work out, injuries. He overcame all that, helped them overcome that. I I think you have to give a lot of credit to Bill Belichick. Does anybody remember Tom Landry? He yeah. was the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And you know what? That guy showed up with a suit and tie and a hat. And that's the way a coach should look. Now, I mean, that guy looked like a rumpled, unmade, you know, laundry bag at, at from the gym. Well, it's funny that it's you very bring up, unprofessional. It's funny you bring up Landry because people have made comparisons between the end of their tenure. You know, Jerry Jones kind of forced out uh, Landry at the end of his run, his legendary run with Dallas. Look, and, I don't know anything about uh, his record, but I'm just saying he was a well-dressed coach. And this one, not only that, Tom Landry was in shape. Why, why do all these coaches, why are they so big and fat? I mean, well, Bill Belichick, look, no, they're supposed to be in shape. That would command a bit more respect. I mean, I like uh, I like Bill Parcells. I liked him as a guy, and I liked him as a coach, too. But, man, he was, like, enormous. Sure. Whatever. You know, athletics should inspire a lifetime of uh, of wellness, 
you know, and, well, and staying in shape and being fit. Yeah, people talk about, you know, a sense of balance in your life and that kind of thing. I would venture a guess that a lot of these coaches don't have that balance. They kind of live at the team facilities, supposedly get there every morning at like 6 o'clock. Yeah, put you on got the, the gym. Use the gym. Yeah. Well, I mean, Belichick has supposedly been, you know, a guy that's done weight training for years. Maybe you're not uh, impressed with his cardiovascular uh, training, but um, I remember hearing about somebody, I think it might have been J.J. Watt, who was saying, I saw him squatting in the weight room. I was impressed. Hey, hold on a second. Wasn't this the guy who was making out with his sister or something like that at a game? Not, I mean, it wasn't really his sister, but didn't he kiss somebody on the lips he shouldn't have kissed on the lips at one point? Belichick? Yeah. There was something weird like that. Um, I mean, he's had, uh, I know he's been divorced and gotten remarried and then he broke up with his longtime girlfriend recently. It wasn't his sister. Was just, I mean, there's somebody who we like sh- inappropriately kissed. It was just, or it's like a second tool. I don't know. Hmm. All right. So he's gone. I don't have anything. Uh, this is not a very respectful eulogy on my part. Well, look, I, understand. I, I, look, I don't say, know anything about this. If stuff, nothing else, he's a tale of resiliency in some ways because he was the Browns coach in the nineties, got fired. Uh, the Browns left, became the Ravens. You know, it was kind of like, oh, this guy's career as a head coach is probably done. And he resurfaced with the Patriots, became a legend. Hey, everybody is finally on to what I was talking about with that Aaron Rodgers character. Uh, you know, I like it. Now, Jimmy Kimmel's got the guy's number. There are a couple of other sports guys who feel emboldened to say, you know what? This guy is a Fruit Loop. This guy is a narcissist. This guy is toxic. And I knew it as soon as I heard about that Ayakasha tea. And I said it when it, quite frankly, wasn't safe to say. Uh, before, during, and after his little uh, sprained ankle on the field, he's talking about that tea and unconditional love for himself and for others. I mean, it was just so wacky and weird and apart from God. I'm sorry. It was very, very irreligious. It was... It was kind of um, pagan. It was pagan. That's what it was, pagan. Well, he just got booted from the Pat McAfee show, so he's not going to be making his appearances on that show through the rest of the year. Who's Pat McAfee? That's the guy who started this. He used to be a punter in the NFL. He started a very popular talk show. ESPN paid millions of dollars to be able to show that on their air, and that's where a lot of this controversy between Kimmel and Rogers has stemmed from, appearances on that show. Pat McAfee. It's like the antivirus program on the computer. Uh, is that right. is yeah. it the same guy? It's not the same guy, no. That's... uh. I know, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. But. All right. The T and, uh, and kids so vulnerable and impressionable and some adults. I, I, you'd be surprised the adults who are coming to me and saying, you know, I'm hearing really good things about psychedelics. Are hmm. you crazy? So, well, when's the last time you uh, took a look at the Bible? Seriously, I mean, I'm not proselytizing, but when's the last time? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. There, there's I'm, I'm spiritual, but not religious. That stuff kind of turns me off now. You know what I mean? You don't like to hear that from people. No, it's like, I'm going to figure it out on my own. I'm going to take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this. And like, you know, I, you know, I know there's a supreme being. I I respond to the universe. I don't want to hear about uh, Jesus or God or any of those responsibilities that I might have. Right. I just want to, I just want to have tea and do yoga. Not my, you know what I mean? There's too much. I don't know. Too yeah, much people, of that. I guess people are sort of intrigued by some of the stuff with the psychedelics. I'm not really that aware of the ins and outs of that, but I've heard about that. Microdosing or you something like that. You stick with your marijuana <laughs> and you you t- and you get a tasty buzz and you're fine. Right? You're fine. All right. Is there anything I'm in the else we've dry January, by the way. Is the uh what does that mean? Uh no no drinking throughout the month of January. Yeah, but you're still smoking pot. 
Yeah, you are. You are. You are. If you really want to go try, if you really want to change your life, I'm sorry. I've had a talk with a couple of people around here about this stuff. I don't think it's good. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.